Welcome to Life Happens, where Texans come to protect their legacy and prepare for the second half of life. Join your host, attorney Kim Hegwood of Your Legacy Legal Care and our weekly guest as we navigate the challenges that emerge as life happens. Now here's your host, Kim Hegwood. Good morning and welcome to Life Happens with me, Kim Hegwood, and our very special guest today is Candace Green with Avid Home Care Solutions. Good morning. Good morning. So today we're going to talk How about... I'm doing good. It's like it's a one of those beautiful days we've had in a while. So, <laughs> so today we're going to talk about when is the right time to ask for help, you know, a senior's perspective. So, um, so why do seniors put off asking for help? You know, I, um, I think seniors put off asking for help for several different reasons, but I think they are afraid of losing their independence. Um, you know, seniors are afraid that if they ask for help, that their loved ones or their care partners or people that they put in control of their life are just going to pack up their belongings and send them to a care facility. Um, and so they're scared. They don't want to be a burden. Um, they feel like they're going to lose trust with the people around them. So there's so many different reasons that, that they're afraid to ask for help, um, I mean, just all of those reasons in one, they, they're just afraid that they're going to have to leave their home. Yeah, we find that a lot in my practice. You know, everybody wants to stay home as long as possible, you yes. know, and do the things they can, you know, at home as much as possible. So because they want to stay at home more, we find that as well. Um, how can bringing in help, you know, keep a senior more independent versus making them feel like, they're, you know, it's a burden to have to have someone come in and help them. Yeah, it's going to, bringing help is going to give them their individualism again. It's going to make them feel like they have a purpose. Um, it's going to make them feel as though they're also in control. Uh, more times when you bring a companion or a care partner in, um, they're working together and it's making them um, have a purpose and a scope in life. It's going to give them balance and strength. Um, and it's also going to, you know, at the end of the day, help aid with their memory. Um, they're not going to, you know, feel as though that they have to, you know, be on top of things all the time when they're talking to loved ones. They can just relax and be themselves once they have someone coming in that home. So we have a lot of spouses that have, um, you know, one spouse starts to decline and the other one's taking care of them. And so we also find in, in my practice is that you know, a lot of times the kids aren't fully aware of how bad things are, are because the spouse tends to cover for their loved ones, you know, that have dementia or maybe something else. And so do you find that that's very common um, in your business that, you know, that seniors are doing that sort of thing? Absolutely. Um, you know, I apply that kind of to my own life to when I'm talking with families. I grew up with lots of mentors who had been married 30 and 40 years. Um, and when I when I got married, all of my mentors and even my grandparents told me that two people, when you get married, two people become one. And so as seniors start to progress, um, you're going to find the wife taking up for the husband, the husband taking up for the wife. Um, I've run into several situations, you know, even when I um, worked in assistant living that I would walk in just to check on new residents and um, you have a little bitty lady, frail lady holding their husband up because she thought he was gonna fall. 
but will look at you and say, no, he's not falling. He's just giving me a hug. Um, so it's almost as if um, seniors feel as though they have to cover for themselves because at the end of the day, again, they don't want to have to move from their their homes. They don't want to have to be separated. And at the end of the day, they're taking up for one another because that's what I would want my spouse to do for me. So it's very, very common. And in planning, when a lot of our clients that do trust planning, we tell clients, you know, the two of you are, are in charge. Mm -hmm. uh, and if one of you starts to decline, you know, we have all these steps in place and you, you walk them through the legalese and then you look at them and you say, here's the reality of what's going to happen. One of you is going to start to decline. The other one's just going to kind of take over. Yeah. You know? And sometimes I think that spouses, um, they don't, it's not intentional. It's like subconscious. You know, they just kind of start doing things. Mm -hmm. Find that, that it's not as intentional as what a lot of people think. I mean, I think as things progress, it gets to be more intentional. But I think at the beginning, it's just, uh, you know, they don't they don't seem to have that. It's not intentional as much in the very beginning as it is later on. Later on. Absolutely. Um, because they're I think in our situations, when I when I find um, seniors who are kind of taking up for one another, it's because they don't realize that the decline has happened sometimes, that the decline is kind of is kind of new for them. And so, you know, oh, maybe she just forgot or maybe he just forgot or maybe um there's a reason for everything and you start to notice that when you're when you're talking to seniors that they have an answer um and it makes really good sense to them what's going on um so i do agree in the beginning it's unconscious but it is something that that happens and we see it all the time i think it's harder when you live with someone to to notice things as much as the kids coming to visit um, you know, because oh, we yeah. used to get those phone calls after Thanksgiving and after Christmas and say, yes, hey, yes. I was home visiting my parents. I didn't know how bad it had gotten. And the parents are like, what? There's nothing wrong. We're all doing good. You know, but um, I think sometimes when you live with someone day to day, you don't notice as much until things start to get a lot worse as well. And um, so I think that's just a, it's an interesting phenomenon that I find. And so so when you've got couples. Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, that could be in this particular situation. Um, what kind of home care solutions uh, do you all offer that can help them um, with, you know, trying to not do too much, not cover, really get all the right help that they need? Yeah. So the first thing that, you know, most home care agencies are licensed by the state. So we have to do the things that state tells us to do. Um, but, you know, what we're going to, most agencies are going to come in, they're going to do an initial care plan. They're going to sit down and talk to the families. They want to talk to the children, all of the powers that may be, and come up with a plan that's going to help them on an hour, hourly or daily basis. Um, in addition to that, we're going to find out, do you need help with bathing or dressing with all of your activities of daily living, or is it just companionship? Um, do you need help with grocery shopping or driving or just sometimes when you go to the doctor's office, having that extra person there that can help listen to find out what's going on? Um, home care is, is so unique um, in so many different combinations of things that can happen um, with home care. So you kind of tell us what you need happening and we're going to frame it to fit your individual life. And so. And I think that a lot of people are don't are not aware of how much y'all can do right. to help on a daily basis. Absolutely. So, you know, so just having someone drive you to the grocery store or go pick things up or, 
you know, just the day-to-day, -day, you know, just little things, I think, that are so impactful. I think a lot of people aren't aware of that. And so. Absolutely. Even cleaning China. We, we have, we can help you clean your China. <laughs> the little things. Uh, might have been, mine were boxed for years and years. And then I finally got my China cabinet and then I put them up. Then I looked at them and went, if I had to pick China today, it wouldn't be that, wouldn't be that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to have to break them out, wash them and use them because they've never, you know, it's been well over 40 years and never done anything with them. Yeah. Like I'm going to take those bad boys out and just actually eat on them. Yeah. And, you know, uh, so, but let's talk about money. Um, yeah. People, you know, home care is kind of be a lot more expensive. And, um, and so when my grandparents were declining, minimum wage was four and a quarter. It wasn't that long ago. You know? <laughs> so, so when you're paying $8 an hour, people are standing, you know, they're, they're ready to come work, you know, but it's gotten to be a lot more expensive. You know, I mean, it's just the nature of the beast, unfortunately. So when, when people are worried about money, you know, um, how is home care uh, the solution versus not? Well, home care is definitely a, you know, starting out with home care is the best solution because they're we're going to cater it to the number of hours you need per day. Most of the time that may just be, you know, we may start with four hours in the morning um, and then we may, we may add to four hours at night. Um, that may be just Monday and Wednesday, or that may be seven days a week or 24 hours a day, but it all depends on the needs. Um, we can also cater home care around when other people are coming into your home. So if assistant, I'm sorry, if um, home health is coming in, we don't have to send in a home, home care um, companion at that time, which is going to cut down on cost. Um, and then if you don't need our help during the holidays, you don't have to have our help during the holidays because you've got your loved ones that come in. So again, we're going to cater our schedule to what you need, which is going to alleviate some of that financial burden. So tell our listeners, um, why do they call you? <laughs> well, you know, price? we've been doing this for such a long time. Um, I, prior to me owning a home care agency, I worked um, assistant living, I've worked long-term care, I've worked with hospice. Um, so it's kind of all of the different spectrums. And we, we do this because we want to help our families. And sometimes we get in trouble because we help our families too much. Um, you know, over the years, you know, once you look at our website, you'll see that we donated over $20,000 of, of work to our families. And that's just donation. Um, we, we want to help our seniors. We want to put our seniors in touch with a caregiver that's going to be an extension of their family. We want to take the fear away and just be that, that caregiver. Um, we've had clients for 10 years. Um, we've had clients that we've started just with the dad, then we progressed to the mom, and now we're taking care of the children. Um, so we just want to be your one-stop shop. We want to make a difference, but at the same time, we want to walk you through every single step along the way. Um, and if it gets to the point that we're not the, you need more care, we want to be able to point you in the right direction of where you can go and get more care, but we still want to be here to help you at the same time. Um, there's so many different agencies in Houston. The, the biggest goal is just make sure you're getting the help that you need and you're not staying at home um, and hurting yourself. So. so Candace, how does somebody find you if they want to hire you? Well, you can reach out to us on our website and that's avid, A-V-I-D, 
hcsolutions with an s.com or you can call us at 281-849-1949 and we'd be glad to help take care of you and your families. Perfect. Thanks so much, Candice, for being on the show. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, Miss Kim. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Life Happens with Kim Hegwood. Be sure to tune in every Thursday at 10 a.m. wherever you listen to your podcast as we navigate through the challenges that emerge as life happens. The content of this podcast does not establish an attorney-client relationship or constitute attorney-client privilege, legal, medical, financial, or any other professional advice.